0: Today, we rank every single team in the NFL playoffs. However, the true number one team today is the New York Giants. That's right, not New Jersey, New York. Because you fired Joe Judge. Congratulations. Packer Nation, welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help I'm your host, Tom. The rankings are getting larger, grassy, and today, I already told you what we're going to do. We got 14 teams in the playoffs for the Super Wild Card Weekend. I hate that name so much, but... What I don't hate is the fact that we are in the frickin' frackin' postseason. And so we'll be ranking every single one of these teams from the AFC, NFC, combining them, and see which team ranks the highest. Starting off with number 14. Sorry, urinating tree. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Still got shoot ball. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, (laughs) Remind me a little bit of the Denver Broncos when they dragged Peyton Manning's bloated dead corpse to the Super Bowl. I don't think that they're going to go to the Super Bowl here, but they are literally dragging Ben Roethlisberger here, who is just doing, like, two-yard checkdowns, like, hey, go get it, and giving it to Najee Harris, who is, like, fighting for three yards, like he's fighting for his life because the offensive line is garbage. But the Steelers have somehow, someway made it into the playoffs. They took care of the Browns last week because the Browns were god-awful. They took care of the Ravens with a nail-biter of a game, and you had the Raiders win on Sunday night, and here they are. Why the Steelers last? Well, their offense, inept. Inept to say the least, run by Ben Roethlisberger, and if it wasn't run by Roethlisberger and they had a decent offensive line, I'd be like, okay, Najee Harris is gonna be able to do well, they can rely on the run game, etc. But they have a crappy offensive line, like I said. So because of that, the offense is really not that great. Their defense, especially T.J. Watt, absolutely phenomenal. Secondary, you know, it's hit or miss sometimes, but T.J. Watt and that pass rush make up for a secondary that's not elite. And listen, could the Steelers take care of the Chiefs on Sunday night? Absolutely. I just think because their offense is really not that great, they are the weakest team right now in the playoffs. And so I don't see the Steelers going much further, but listen, who knows? This season's been crazy. Number 13, you got the Vegas Raiders. Almost tied on Sunday night, leading to both the Chargers and the Raiders getting in. But nope, the Raiders like, well, screw you guys. Daniel Carlson's going to go kick his fifth game-winning field goal of the year. The Raiders, off the back of Josh Jacobs, had over 100 yards this past Sunday. Carr, not godly, but... Pretty darn good. The defense, especially Max Crosby with that pass rush, can get after opposing quarterbacks. And the Raiders are one of those feisty teams that definitely can give other teams some problems. However, the Raiders as a whole, I think that they have performed a little bit higher than many people expected, especially with all the craziness that has happened to them throughout the year. You know, they lose their top wide receiver. On top of that, they lose their head coach, and they've kind of just been putting things together, and somehow, some way, they have made it into the postseason. They're scheduled to play the Bengals, who I think are a much better football team, especially that offense, considering how many weapons they have. But Don't put it past them with guys like Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and if Jacobs is doing well, the Raiders could surprise some people. However, I still have them in the lower echelon of the rankings. Number 12, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. An interesting team. They sat their starters against the Dallas Cowboys and got blown the hell out. I don't think that's going to happen here, but they are playing against the Buccaneers, so that's a bit of a tough draw. The Eagles are a phenomenal run team. Heading into the game last week, they were the top running offense in the league. Jalen Hurts, mobile QB could definitely hurt them. Miles Sanders doing well. Goddard playing well. And of course, you got Smith, who is just lighting things up. He's breaking records all over the place. And the defense, when they actually have their starters in, can be pretty good. They're going to be facing an uphill battle against the Buccaneers, but... Could they pull off an upset? Absolutely. I do think they are still one of the weaker teams in the playoffs this season because they are missing some playmakers. It would help if Jalen Rager actually, I don't know, was good. But if they rely on their run game, who knows how far they could go. Number 11, you got the New England Patriots. And some people are going to be upset that I uh, ranked them so low, but how they finish this season was very uninspiring to me. Yes, they blew out the Jaguars, but they lost games to the Colts. They didn't really look so good on top of that. They lost against the Miami Dolphins. Mac Jones in the last quarter of the season... Kind of shaky for me. Yes, they have a great run game. On top of that, they have an amazing defense, and they're playing a familiar foe in the Buffalo Bills in the wild card. I'm not saying the Patriots are a god-awful team or anything. I just think that there are 10 teams ahead of them that just are better suited for the playoffs. However, the Patriots, once they get into the playoffs... Who the hell knows how far they could possibly go. I think it's going to depend on Mac Jones and how well he can take care of that football. He hasn't done that in the past couple of games, except, of course, for the Jaguars game. But the Patriots, I know everyone is going to be rooting for their downfall because God forbid we get a Buccaneers and Patriots Super Bowl. Number 10, you got the San Francisco 49ers punching their ticket defeating the LA Rams this past Sunday in an overtime thriller. The 49ers obviously have the Rams number because they just keep on winning. Shanahan's in McVay's head, and he's just like, I imagine he's just making turkey sounds, and McVay is just very confused. At least that's what my headcanon is. But the 49ers, listen, they're hot right now. They're hot. They got a great run game, whoever they decide to hand the ball off to, including Elijah Mitchell. They have great receivers like Debo Samuel. On top of that, Jawan Jennings having a great game, and don't forget Mr. George Kittle. Their defense, their pass rush, definitely nothing to shake your head at. Where they struggle a little bit, that's secondary, and of course, Jimmy Garoppolo. They are limited with what Jimmy G could do. However, The first game that they played against the Rams, they just ran it a kajillion times. And once they committed to the run game in the Rams game this past Sunday, they did much better. Jimmy G was efficient enough to help them win that game, and the 49ers were able to make a comeback. The 49ers are a team that I don't know if you want to play them in the NFC. I think that they are going to give the Cowboys a freaking fracking fight on Sunday. I can't wait to see it. And so the 49ers make the top 10. Number nine, you got the Arizona Cardinals. Losing against the Seattle Seahawks had an opportunity to win the division this past Sunday, but they were like, nah, it's okay. We play better on the road anyway. Hopefully we'll be getting DeAndre Hopkins back on top of that. J.J. Watt potentially coming back, which would be a nice boost. They'll have James Conner and Chase Edmonds for the playoffs, which will make that offense much, much better. And the Cardinals are a weird team. They got ebbs and flows. Started off the season very, very strong, kind of dipped in the middle, and then kind of finished a little wishy-washy to end the season. Their defense can be very good and their offense can put up a ton of points it's just can they put it all together on any given Sunday they will be playing the Rams again they beat them earlier in the season and then lost one to them it should be a phenomenal game on Monday night but right now the Cardinals are sitting at number nine just because I don't know what team is going to show up number eight you got the winners of the NFC West you got the LA Rams and listen I'm gonna get this out of the way pass rush good secondary good can be meh have a ton of weapons on the offense, OBJ, Cooper Cup, Sony Michel, Cam Akers just came back, even though he didn't do a whole lot this past Sunday. My concern with the Rams lie with Matthew Stafford, who has thrown eight interceptions in the last four games, and that is not how you want to finish a season. They just lost to the 49ers, and now they're playing another division rival in the Arizona Cardinals. So the Rams, for me, going all in, being that super team, They got a lot of production out of OBJ, out of Von Miller these past few weeks, especially against the Ravens, but they also barely got past the Ravens. They made a lot of mistakes in the Vikings game, but their defense and run game made up for it. And then in the 49ers game, they just collapsed in the second half. So the Rams, they scare me a little bit, and not in like a good way of like, ooh, they're a really good team. It's that they are not consistent. And so they put a lot of money and a lot of capital into this team, I don't know if they're going to be able to beat the Cardinals. I think they have the weapons, too, because when they are firing on all cylinders, they definitely can be Super Bowl contenders. We'll just see what team shows up this Monday. Number seven, you got the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Bills. Winners of the AFC East once again. Nailed it. Your prize facing the New England Patriots once again. They lost the first game in a game where Mac Jones threw the ball less than five times, and then they were able to win the second game. Here comes the rubber match once again. This is going to be a really, really fun game on Saturday night. The Bills... Who knows? Singletary, a couple weeks ago, was great running the football. They dedicated to the run against the Falcons while Josh Allen did struggle. And the Bills, of course, were able to win the division this past week. They're another inconsistent team. I'd like to see more consistency from them in the playoffs. And I think that they can be a very good team because they have a ton of weapons on that offense, and their defense can be very good. Going up against the Patriots, though, that's going to be a tough matchup. It is going to be cold as hell on Saturday, and maybe that's going to benefit the Bills a little bit, I know that that atmosphere in that stadium is going to be crazy, but they're another team, a lot of uncertainties here, let's see if they can be consistent for at least this first game. Number six, you got the Dallas Cowboys flexing their muscle against the second and third stringers of the Philadelphia Eagles, Cowboys absolutely demolishing them. You know, again, not too much to be said about that. It wasn't their starters. But the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals the other week, and it was an ugly game. Discipline was the word that I used a few weeks ago, talking about how this team has committed a ton of penalties throughout the year. However, when their defense is rocking, on top of that, when their offense is moving, they can be a Super Bowl contender. They have so many weapons on that offense. They have a good run game but they sometimes get away from it with Zeke and Pollard. Cedric Wilson is a guy who's definitely emerged as a great receiver for them. Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb have had nice seasons. And Dak, for the most part, has been really good this season. The Cowboys are an interesting team. I think a lot of people are expecting them to be bounced either in the wild card or in the divisional round, and I think the 49ers most definitely can get an upset here. It is a home game, so that definitely should help, but if they're unable to stop the run against the 49ers, they are in for a very, very long day. But the Cowboys, they're in it. They won their division. Let's see how far they can go. Number five, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. Kitty goes meow, baby. The Bengals losing to the Browns, but then again, they rested a bunch of their starters, including Joe Burrow, who definitely needed the week off. The Bengals, clinching the AFC North, have really finished this season looking amazing. Their offense is just exploding on the field. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Boyd, Joe Burrow. On top of that, Joe Mixon, when he's healthy, been phenomenal. Their offense is one of the most explosive offenses, not just in the AFC, but in the NFL playoffs as a whole. And they're going to be tough to stop. Their defense can definitely get after the quarterback. It's just going to be a matter of, are they going to get bogged down? Is Burrow going to throw some interceptions? That's the big question here. They're going against the Raiders, which I think is a very winnable game. They're another stadium that I think is going to be rocking this week. But the Bengals, they have it in front of them right now. I think that they're underdogs, not against the Raiders, but against other teams in the AFC. But... Damn, it's such a good story, and I'm kind of pulling for him. Number four, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers blowing out the Panthers to end the regular season, and just in time, Shaq Barrett, Leonard Fournette returning this Sunday to face the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, I don't think they're going to struggle too much with the Philadelphia Eagles, but their defense has left a lot to be desired. It definitely has taken a step down from last year. On top of that, losing guys like Godwin and Antonio Brown do not help the offense. However, they still have great weapons. They still have Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette coming back. On top of that, you of course have Gronk as well. The Buccaneers are still Super Bowl contenders, and I still think that they have a good shot of going all the way. Tom Brady, you can never count him out. You don't have the hardest matchup for the wild card, but if the 49ers lose to the Cowboys, you might have a repeat of the season opener, and that game is probably going to go down to the wire just like the first one did. Number three, you got the Kansas City Chiefs, unable to clinch the number one seed in the AFC, but they're still looking pretty darn good. Of course, losing to the Bengals a couple weeks ago, which was definitely a blow to them, but you could also look at the officiating. Maybe that was not so good, but the Chiefs, Their defense, besides the Bengals game, has been pretty darn good in the back half of the season. On top of that, that offense still can be very, very explosive, and Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is just a different breed here. Can they put it all together for three games? I think they can. They have a very, very winnable game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night, a game that they should definitely crush after that. Things that get a little bit more dicey. I wouldn't bet against the Chiefs in the playoffs. However, they are definitely going to be up against some high caliber teams as the playoffs move on. Number two, you got the Tennessee Titans, the number one seed in the AFC. And here's why. It's because Derek frickin' fracking Henry has another week to rest before he comes back and absolutely destroys the league. The Titans somehow, someway through all the injuries, and Mike Vrabel deserves a lot of credit for this, have somehow persevered and have made it to the number one seed securing that bye. And that is huge for them. You have A.J. Brown, who came back from injury, and that first game back, he absolutely dominated. On top of that, their defense has been problematic for opposing QBs. And if they can put it all together and they get King Henry back, the Titans are definitely going to be contenders this season. So because of a returning King Henry and how they've been playing, yeah, the Titans are one of the best teams in the playoffs. And number one, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. I don't care what the haters are saying about them losing to the Lions because, again, they didn't play their starters for the entire second half. That doesn't matter. The Packers are the number one team in the NFL right now, not only in record, but also in guys freaking fracking returning. David Bakhtiari, Josh Myers returning against Detroit. On top of that, Jair Alexander has been practicing, but even bigger is Zadarius Smith returning as well. Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith have both had great seasons. Dean Lowry has also had a sneaky good season as well. You add Zadarius Smith to that as well. Oh, boy, we're cooking with gas now. The Green Bay Packers are getting healthy at the right time. They are undefeated at home this season, and the road to the Super Bowl is running through Lambeau. It is going to be cold as hell. We have the run game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. We have the receivers on, of course, Devontae Adams and company, and we have the defense to back it up. We get Z and Jair back there. It's just going to be amazing. So the Packers right now, I think, are sitting the prettiest in the NFL. Of course, anything could happen, but I absolutely love the Packers' chances at this point just because they're getting healthy at the right time, and I'm looking at all these teams that they could play. They've beaten three out of the four that they could possibly play in the divisional round, and I'm liking the way it looks. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these rankings? Where would you rank them? Let me know. You can always find me at tomgrassycomedy.com or tomgrassycomedy on all social media see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pat, Go.